0: Welcome to the Sloppy Boys Blow It. I'm the big ham bopper. I'm sitting here with Jeffy D. Hello, folks. And Timmy D. What is up? Still going by Dutton, eh, Tim? We are wed.
1: Yeah, Tim Dutton.
0: <laughs> Timothy Dalton. <laughs> hey, that's not bad. Did you, have any, did you ever have Timothy
1: Dalton coming in your shows? I never did. Um, speaking of similarities between me and Jeff, though, Um. It, I you know there's more if you're online I'm I'm what you would call a a very online guy in the nineties I and was
0: very inline skates blades.
1: <laughs> hand bopper
0: hand bopper keep going Tim no one's stopping it now
1: um have you noticed that Instagram lately has become like very astrology obsessed
2: interesting and that might that you might be telling on yourself Tim are you
1: getting a little uh, astrology yeah, obsessed yeah 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 wait a minute I've, I feel like you see a lot yeah, of this sort of... Yeah, they won't shut up with these small
0: dick pills
1: either, <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> now, why do the pills shrink your dick, you know? I
2: don't know. Tim, are you on that co-star?
1: You on CoStar, the app? I'm not, but I see a lot of memes about what time were you born, uh, leaving, uh, that yeah. type of thing.
0: Interesting. Yeah. That is not coming across for me, but uh, um, I'll, I'll tell you one that's coming across for me that's a weird one, but go ahead, Tim.
1: Well, all I was going to say was that I don't know a shit about shit, but... Mike, you were born on November 3rd. I don't know what your zodiac is. What is it? Scorpio. Oh, you're such a Scorpio. Anyway, um I know. I know. Jeff, I think that you and I are both Tauruses, correct? That's correct. I see, I could I can see similarities between me and Jeff that Mike doesn't have. Early
2: late April, I'm early May.
1: Right, but I've heard like Tauruses are sort of like when Stubborn, I've looked it up. Passionate. Passionate, but but there's like a quiet stubbornness, but a lot mm. of the times there's sort of like a a sleepy fun. Sleepy fun oh, is yeah. what I saw.
2: Comfort. A lot a lot of like indulgence and comfort and nice surroundings and nice food.
1: Right. But Mike, when you look at your two co-hosts, wouldn't you say that both of them are you can hang out with them and they're they're not talking for a while or they're a little bit lost in their own world, but they're still fun. Mm-hmm. But they can yeah. be kind of on the on the quiet side until they get going. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm.
0: And you get them, I, When boom. I look at my two co-hosts, I see fat, lazy, stupid, replaceable. Those are the four Whoa. words that come to mind.
1: Jesus Christ. Lazy, we're not talking enough on the podcast?
0: Yeah, come on. I gotta do every every time I gotta introduce this as a as a character. <laughs> you gotta
1: trot
2: out old
0: hand bopper. No, anything. that I am kidding, of course, but I recently was uh I think it's in in Animal House or something. The line's like, going through life, fat, stupid, and, and drunk or something. But it's funny, like, s- fat and stupid and lazy or just like a, a funny thing to call someone. That's not good.
1: Mike, have you never looked into the Scorpio stuff to see if you have No, Scorpio the Scorpio characters?
0: stuff I have. And, and I think Scorpio is, like, passionate and then cold and then fickle and interested in something then not interested. And I think the whole thing is... Scorpio is, I think... Uh, Tough to be around, I think. Yeah, no, yeah. that rings true. Right? I can vouch for that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that rings <God>. true. <laughs> <laughs> I've had plenty of people tell me that. They said, you're, you're they, tough Scorpios. to be around, and I'm like, I'm Scorpio, and they're like, oh, who cares? You're just supposed to be around. Yeah.
1: Scorpios will be kind of staying as a guest at your apartment and then mention that it might be nice to have hash browns for breakfast.
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> hash browns over Jeff's house, French toast. I was trying to get going over at your house, Tim, that one time. I'll tell you yeah, one thing I,
2: I heard about Scorpios that does not ring true to me, Mike, is that um, Scorpios are really good, like um, politicizers or like uh, politicians who. Can advance uh, who advance by like connecting people and by staying close to power, but not not so much by like being the thrust themselves. And I see you as very much being the thrust of your own pursuits.
0: Oh, that's interesting. That's very unscorpio of you. <laughs> I see myself as a lazy loser who uh doesn't get shit done, but that's <laughs> hey, that's how I see it. That's just my purview, man. That could be a good, uh,
2: a good. hey, the very first guest blowout would be get somebody to give us a little, give us each a little astrology reading and we duke Whoa. it out. Oh, that's cool.
0: That's a good one, Joe. We got
2: to find somebody who knows their shit though.
1: But this is right. what's good is that you- uh, Miss Cleo. <laughs> these days, there's not just your Scorpio, but like your moon and your rising and there's the thing I know my about, shit. Like, yeah. Do you know your shit?
0: Yeah, yeah. Because I don't, and, and everyone always asks me, like, what what time were you born? And I uh, I asked my mom. And yeah, I you got to ask your mom that stuff. But
1: uh, <laughs> I know that, that I was, stuff. to all the slop heads, I was born at 1153. I didn't even have to ask my parents. I grew up PM? knowing that. You PM. remember.
2: Oh, my God. Because it
1: was seven minutes until May. I was almost a May baby. Um, Ooh. But here's what's cool is. That's a good movie like a title. Big,
2: seven minutes till May. Baby.
1: Yeah, that's going to be the story of my life. I think what's cool is the way that two, it could be interesting to see how we relate to each other. A a Taurus and a Taurus, a Taurus and a Scorpio and see if that is true.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I don't know my, because I've been at like parties and stuff and people were talking about horoscopes and stuff. And I'm like, I'm Scorpio. And then they, all the other questions I didn't really know, but I've been told what my rising and moon and stuff yeah what does that
1: look like so is there's a party everyone's having fun you're in the bathroom sitting on the toilet and they're calling into you through the door well i had
0: to i had to separate myself yes i'm on the phone mom what the hell wake up mom wake up what time was i (laughs) (laughs) janet wake up bo am i a may baby (laughs) everyone wants may baby here
2: (laughs) hey you know what i read or let's be honest i didn't read it i saw it in a video on on the internet it said like (laughs) These are the most rare birthdays, and among the most rare birthdays are December 25th and December 24th. And, like, I wonder if there's something to do Don't tell my cousin
0: that. She was born on Christmas.
2: Yeah, our our buddy Brett Butler was born on December 24th. Really? But um, also uh, Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. Mm -hmm. I wonder if there's something to the sort of— You know, I don't believe... I I believe that, like, you know, maybe Jesus, a a guy named Jesus existed, but that he's basically like a Shakespeare. Um, That's as far as would go. Didn't really exist. But, like, uh, in creating that sort of hero's journey archetype, is there something powerful about saying, like, the birthday of this character was December 25th? Oh. Because it's such a rare birthday. Or did they even know that shit back then? I don't know.
1: I took a class... In in college I took a class on like the historicity of Jesus and mm-hmm. they pointed out just how every messiah in every religion was always born around winter solstice. New York. Yeah. yeah.
0: Interesting. Mm-hmm. I wonder if there was something uh you know there's the the in the Jesus' birth tale that's like the Star of David and the, or is that what it's called the Star of David that like no that's not the star. The um the Christmas star whatever the yeah, yeah. the, the the, yeah, the uh, big one. Three wives. The yeah, yeah. I wonder if that's like a during that time in that area, like that's when uh, just like aurora borealis type stuff would be happening. So it's like, oh, oh, right. Let's follow that. Also, like to demystify it, like, you know, they said like
2: scientifically, there are these, like, these are the most common birthdays and these are the most uncommon birthdays. And you can just count back nine months from December twenty fourth or twenty fifth and just be like, well, oh, I guess there's just something particularly unsexy about like March twenty-fourth or whatever. Mm. Um let's see what it is. Yeah. One, yeah, I guess
0: two, that's three, the time three, of year four, I don't five, six, get six, it on. Yeah, March twenty fourth. Mike. But we're, we're not talking about this today. What are we doing? no Hold on, uh, let me I gotta talk about something else. Okay. Sopranos, <laughs> season five. <laughs> Yes. Okay, I'm in season five. is hanging out or no? Buscemi's hanging out. I'm I'm like two episodes that left in the season. I don't know, and I haven't looked it up because I uh, I didn't want any spoilers. Don't. But is I can this give you like,
1: spoilers if you want them. I'll, I'm agreeing. No, right I here right now
0: because I know it. so many fucking spoilers. It's killing me. But is season five known as like the best season. This is a really good season. Uh, yeah, go I, I think. Well, what's what's going on? And it's, uh, you know, uh, the divorce is happening. Warnings. Okay, yeah. I'll let uh, uh, Tony keeps going to uh, Carm's house to like swim, and they had the party for her father. And uh, oh, Tony... oh, the
1: barbecue, the, the the backyard. That's a great,
0: such a great Holy episode. Holy
1: shit! When Tony has the raw sausage around his neck and Man. he's being funny. That's my and then favorite got, fucking episode. It's such
0: a subtle thing where the other guys like Northern Italian, and her mom is like, "Oh, mm. you didn't want to embarrass." And he like mentions that the the guns, the Beretta guns, were like. He's like the real, the good ones don't even leave the country. Man, it's, uh, so it's a so great. Good. The the kid Anthony Junior is bouncing back and forth. We got Finn showing up. Finn's okay in the working Jr. construction. He sees. Uh, I don't know the guy's name, but he sees the one of the captains giving uh blow given a blowjob to the security yep. guy, and yeah. he's just like, "Fuck, I don't even know what to do here." Like they beat people up just for you know joking around
1: also good um to answer your question mike i would say you're right like pretty much all of the seasons were critically lauded but Mm. i was watching it when it was new season four was very challenging and very dark and and lost some people yeah season five it still did well in the ratings and and reviews and stuff but season five was like I kind of think critics were shitting themselves over all of it, but but four was challenging, and five was like, okay, we're back on track.
0: Yeah, yeah. Oof. The the thing that um, uh oh, shoot, I just lost something. What was I gonna say? The thing that I love about it, hmm, can't remember. What? So you're two from the end, right? I'm just looking the up the wiki. Oh, this is what I was gonna say. The uh, last episode I just watched was the one where Tony has like that long dream. And all that crazy stuff is happening. Uh, he sees Tony B like shooting some guys, shooting Phil, and like he's supposed to do something. He sees his coach, and all the bullets fall, and like the bullets he picks the bullets up, and they see me made of chocolate or something. Anyway, I wonder if that when that came out, if people were like, "Oh, this is an awesome episode of television." Or it, w- it would be like, "Oh, I, I waited a whole week to watch this thing. It's just a crazy dream sequence. I wanted to see some like murders and stuff happen. You know what I mean? Mm. Like in the world of (laughs) the world of uh, like streaming, you get every episode right, right at your fingertips the way I'm watching it. But for instance, I watched uh, the newest uh, uh, white Lotus the other night. Oh yeah. And when it ended, I was like, Oh shit, man. uh, It's
1: gotta, I gotta wait another week for this. Me too. I love this. This season is better than season one. It's crazy.
0: I never saw season one, but I'm, I'm glad that it's better that it's very fun.
1: The only carryover character is Jennifer Coolidge.:
0: She's so funny, too, in it. Yep. like her, she's really leaning into that like uh, her, her like stupid character that she's been doing for years, but now it's just like uh,
2: very funny. So mm-hmm. Mike, you're in season five, and you haven't reached the end yet. Right. Gotcha. The last one I just uh, watched was The Test Dream. Keep us abreast because I want to talk about some stuff.
1: Great. Are we going to do a goddamn Sopranos episode eventually? We should just... Mike, when
0: you're done, we should just do it. Somebody recently was talking about prescriptions. I was kind of like half-list. I was like looking at my phone or something. I heard somebody... I think it was uh, Tony... uh, God, what's the fucking... There's so many fucking people in this show. Bobby? Bobby was like, he, "Tony, he needs prescriptions." I can't even get him prescriptions.
1: How about getting some Michael Imperioli in White Lotus? How fun is
0: that? Oh man, he's great.
2: He's great on Instagram too. I like that dude.
1: Oh, is he? Yeah, he leads. He lives in Santa Barbara. He's really chill and new agey, and he leads meditation on Instagram.
0: Oh, interesting. He he's like a he's like a an actor-y actor, guy. An actor, actor is right. Big yeah. time
1: stage New York guy.
2: He's also not above um posting screenshots from Sopranos and being like meditation this weekend, and it's like a, yeah. a screen grab from like one of the best Sopranos episodes. Like he's not <laughs> he's not like trying to distance himself. Well
1: he's doing the talking sopranos podcast with Yeah, uh, it's great. <laughs> yeah.
2: I, I like when people Who, are Who is he paired a, with? Not afraid of that.
1: He's paired with Bobby Bacala and it's oh, it's cool. Who's a fucking windbag and is in he and imperially <laughs> has trouble getting a word in. Oh
0: man, that's too bad.
2: Um but when well, you're done, Mike, let's 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 just do one called do a blowout called The Sopranos.
0: Yes, that's good. Love it. We will chat about it. Well, 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 well. We will do that one day. But today, you probably saw the title of this episode, folks, and you said, "No, I can do this." Today, we're talking <laughs> best song, best mm-hmm. song, mm-hmm. best song. Best song. Now, this is yeah, good. Take me through A lot it. of the
1: times, like, uh, me and Jeff will pitch ideas for the pod. They'll, yeah. they'll be a little overbaked, a little overthought, and then Hanford chimes in. How about best song?
0: Best song. <laughs> and there's a there's a little... It, it, of course, we're there's got to be thousands of songs out there, yes? Sure. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Hundreds, at least. We're not... Today, we're not going to pick the best song. What this is going to be... This is a yes, series, folks.
1: No. Hmm? Well, I think it's a series, but I think we're also picking it today. If we top it we're, in the future, we top it. But we're picking it today.
0: We're pick. Let me tell you what's going on here, Tim. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I know you got a sucky. tired
0: threat like Joe Biden. Let me tell you what's going on. <laughs> hey Jack, <listen laughs> here's here, my Jack. but here's my idea for what the best song could be. So yeah. we came in today with three best songs. Our, our this is great. best songs. This is great. Sell me, wow me. We will like we always do with best or ultimates, throw it out into the Twitter. Pe- people will vote on the best one. That'll be the best best song. But, right. obviously, that's not the best song in the world. Out of three songs, that's not the best one. So we will continue doing this. We'll continue to keep bringing in three songs yeah. and whittle it down. We'll have... Uh, we don't know yet. Maybe it'll be some t- type of... Uh, you know, after 100 episodes, <laughs> we'll have 100 songs and whittle those down to the very best song. But the idea here is just to get us talking about music, because we are a band. Remember that, folks? Oh, seem to forget? No, we're Mm -hmm. not cocktail makers. We're not (laughs) cocktail talkers. We are rock and roll. We're a band. So, what we're going to do today, talk about the songs. I'm getting lost here. What what, what am I saying? (laughs) I made two drinks of the week. Best song.
1: I got to say. That's all it is. I didn't eat dinner. I had a big spaghetti lunch and then no dinner. And the drink of the week hit me kind of hard. I'm a little yeah. floating around.
2: Yeah, I'm still drinking around, too, and it's hitting just right. You're right. There's some little granular sugars hanging out down bottom with the cherries and the oranges. little crunchy munchies. You know I think we should also
0: do? All of our, um, all of our nominees for today and episodes future for, of mm-hmm. this uh, idea. Playlist. Put on a Playlist. Yeah. it's also I like to hear what you guys think of like your favorite songs I'm you know I'm picking in my head I'm picking one that Tim might do and one you might do Jeff but who knows right and then you know it's
2: going to be tough to talk about Runners Up because my Runners Up are probably going to be a future
0: oh don't talk
1: about best songs yeah we so will, will.
2: I think uh, I, I've prepared a pretty deep dive on my song
1: oh good I've got a deep yeah. dive as well I've got a rant
0: mmm shit all right, okay. well, maybe you guys, you guys have big stuff. I'm going to go, I'll go first then. Okay. Here's my favorite song. This is a song, you guys probably haven't even heard me talk about this song before. <laughs> what? <laughs> but I Never? think, no, you probably have. But it's not like no. you don't, you know, I don't walk into a room like, hey, there's that guy who, this is his favorite song. It right. uh, also, it's not the favorite song. It's the best song. It's the best. This is one from 1968- we're about genius singer-songwriter yeah who was taken from us too early jeff go ahead and hit it
1: oh michael
2: familiar i don't know yet it's coming at you jeff
1: sitting in the yeah. Morning, Oof. yeah yeah Otis Redding was only like 26 when he died it's insane in 26 When he died.
0: This song was recorded in two sessions one in November 1967, one in December 7th, 1967. He died three days later. Get out of here. I didn't know that. This song didn't even come out yet. This song came out in January uh, 68. And he died. Sitting on the dock of the bay. It came from. He was touring with some. uh, A band. I forget the name of it. He was touring. They were staying in Sausalito, right outside of San Francisco. He was on a houseboat, uh, or a boathouse, and he was watching the the San Francisco Bay, like the ships come in or out. He had actually come from Georgia to be on this tour out to San Francisco. So he's just singing what he's seeing. And a guy, another guy helped him write it. Uh, This guy named something, I'm going to look it up just so I have it. A guy named Steve Cropper, who worked at Stax. He was a producer at Stax, but also like one of these guitar players who was just in a ton of bands and wrote a bunch of songs for people in the 60s. Uh, it's, ooh, it's one of those songs. I like this bridge. It's got a nice slow thing. I like the whistle. The whistle's very yeah, distinct. Yeah, when's the whistle come in? I'm waiting for that whistle. It's Not right here because how we're gonna say as it resting the
1: Um, I love knowing I always wondered if it was the San Francisco Bay, now it's confirmed, and I like mm-hmm. knowing it's from Sausalito looking out. I told you guys I ate at a restaurant in Sausalito right on the water, uh-huh. and it. It was um, the fucking place where they invented the Tequila Sunrise, where the right. Rolling Stones had their party. Right, I forget right, what it's called, right. but I remember. But I like picturing me there eating a shrimp Louie salad, sitting on the same <laughs> dock of the bay where Otis was. And I did this there whistle.
2: <laughs> Man, imagine having the confidence to do a whistle solo.
0: Woo. Yeah. Well, apparently this song was like... A little too poppy, like he thought it was too poppy, and it was like, uh, this isn't really like an Otis Redding song, but they were going to go back and add, I think, background singers, and that didn't happen maybe because they just didn't do it, or because Otis Redding died, but uh, I think background singers would have been weird. This is a nice, like, loner guy song. Yeah, he's by himself. He can't be Yeah, it's it's got an ambling quality. It's nice. Yeah, and the whistle is like a, like I'm by myself whistling, it would be weird to have background singers.
1: Speaking of whistle songs, do you guys know this song, like a current the whistles song? whistles go, like, woo. <laughs> <laughs> woo. Woo, woo. Um, do you know a song that goes, I ain't worried about it right now. I ain't worried about it right now. It's yeah, like that's stupid. The
0: whistle well, I don't recognize, but yeah, right now. part. It's of
1: It's like a pop song by like a group called The Neighborhood or something like that. It's just some dumb billboard chart type song right now but i just uh heard a podcast about how they in this world of interpolations and songwriting credits and all this shit they gave songwriting credit to peter bjorn and john because of the whistle song
0: oh yeah
2: oh i don't mind the whistle in in that song what is it called young folks yeah yeah and then it's uh, funny it's just one of these cases
1: where they didn't yeah. actually use the same notes, but because it's a whistle song that's very similar to other whistle songs, they were like, well, I'll give you a credit.
2: That's fucking stupid. <laughs> um I didn't I really don't like the whistle in certain songs. Uh my, Bruno Mars the Lazy Song uh Ugh, really song nails on a chalkboard in so many ways but the whistle especially. That's that right? Yeah,
0: <sighs> yeah. Oh my yeah. god. Yeah.
1: In my book with the, with Calpe Tastes, Taste Bruno Mars might be the biggest comeback story of all time cuz I yep. like the guy now, ever since yep. Uptown Funk. I I think he's fun. I think he's packed with silly talent and I like him. But the lazy song is my least favorite song I've ever heard.
2: <laughs> oh, and the his first songs were terrible, like The Grenade, I'll Jump On a Grenade for you, that song and Ugh. and um Oh, I don't know that one. Truly, just like trash to, but you have to do that. You have to, you have to shovel shit to the pigs to get your foot in the door,
0: and then you can serve feces to the swine.
1: <laughs> Finally.
0: <laughs> well, there you have it for me. That's one of those songs I think is great. I think everyone likes it. I don't think anyone that ever comes on is like, oh, I hate this song. No, Mike, is it called
1: Dock of the Bay?
0: I, I think it's like one of those. I'll look it up, but I think it's like a sitting, parentheses, dock of the bay type thing.
1: Let's see, where am I? (laughs) You know, this is a song that I first heard. I had a California Raisins tape, and I heard it there before I heard the real Oh,
0: yeah. I could see them doing that well. This is uh, parentheses, sitting on, and then the dock of the bay. (laughs) I I bet if you just did sitting on the dock of the bay, that would...
1: Is it sitting (laughs) with an apostrophe?
0: Yep. Uh if that ha- yeah, sitting with a pastry.
1: I can't fit I'm just gonna go dock of the bay. I can't fit sitting on.
0: <laughs> oh, that's too bad, but they'll know it. They'll get it. Are you doing are you doing Otis Redding?
1: No. Or I could go sitting on D of the B or something. You know you know what you should do? <laughs> oh, that's you know tough. what you should do? For the do, Twitter do poll. Do dock of the yeah, Bay. I,
2: yeah. Do dock of the Bay and then could you be the first response tweet and then have the full can you type more in a response yep. tweet? Yeah, that yeah, might I can be good. I'm
1: gonna t- add a second t- tweet. You
2: might even want to like include artists or something. I don't know. I don't want to tell you how to do your job.
0: No, that but I, I see what you're saying, job. Jeff. It is tough. They don't give you much room there. Yeah. It's a long time. Ta- it's a long They time. should long they,
1: they long should time. give you more characters in the poll. I mean, no one's gonna look at Doc of the Bay and be like, which doc?
0: Right. Right, right, right.
2: But then I right, mean right. who knows who's covered it. Maybe maybe Guns N' Roses covered it. And that's not the one he's talking about.
0: Uh, Michael Bolton did a cover in '87.
1: <laughs> Mike, were you doing the were you doing the Krispy Kreme lady there?
0: Right. right. Yeah. Right. 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 <laughs> Dude, was it was it Krispy? Krispy
1: Kreme? Yeah. No. Was it Krispy? No. no. Right. 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 <laughs> right. <laughs> a lot of
0: the the things you see that people like shorten it up, but if you let it, if they let it play, she kind of like straightens up in a funny way it's so funny it's so i read it i read
2: an article on cnn about her like she is a comedy actress who was on like seinfeld and stuff and she really? just hooked up with this like 30 year old neighbor or something who turned her on to tiktok and they're just like intergenerational buddies it's very funny Wait,
1: so she knew she was being funny in that video
2: yes yes
1: Oh, wow. Impressive. And there's
2: several. And and she's, and she's funny in other TikToks also, but that's the one that set the world on fire. Come on. So she's I'm impressed. I thought that
1: be... that was just an out-of-touch granny. Right, right.
2: right. right. <laughs> it, it
0: does seem like you're
1: looking at a
2: senile.
0: <laughs> I wonder who she was in Steinfeld. I've seen, I've seen every episode. I'm wondering Steinfeld. Who she was. Steinfeld? Steinfeldio. All right. I would like to pass it. Does anyone have a hankering to go? Tim Hugo. Okay. Mm. Me? Tim Hugo was your favorite movie, but let's talk about your favorite song. Stop
1: that. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Best song you say?
0: That's what we all say today. Mhm.
1: Okay, well, here's a few things about me. Mm. Um when I when it comes to my song I'm brave, right? I'm right, sure. authentic courageous, and right, I gotta right. be me yeah. regardless mm-hmm. of the haters. I gotta be me. Okay.
0: You have to. Mm-hmm.
1: Now remember, for example, when we did an episode of our main cocktail podcast about the blood and sand. Right. right. It's a hated drink, but I was liking it. <laughs> yeah. If, right. If, if, if I admitted that I liked it, I ran the risk of seeming like a contrarian who just wants to seem interesting. You know? Yeah. Right, but also admitting I liked it, I also ran the risk of seeming like a pushover because I always liked the drinks, which is a bad reputation for a discerning mind. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But when it came time for final thoughts, what did I do? Mm-hmm. You I stuck said the I liked oh. the drink. I admitted <laughs> I liked it because if yep. I am not true to myself, then who am yeah. I at all? You see. He's-
2: Folks, for the last minute, he's been holding up the hand with the thumb out like Bill Clinton <laughs> yeah. gesturing at the,
1: the webcam.
0: Politician's thumb.
1: <laughs> this could, I could see myself being the mayor of LA. <laughs> um, in certain ways, oh, you're
0: certainly the mayor of Sunset Strip That's from the stories I've been told by you.
1: Wait, I think, you know, the, the mayor of Sunset Strip is like a guy, like a guy, there's a documentary. Yeah, I there's feel a like documentary I've seen about him. that guy. I see him in Albertsons sometimes, I want to say. Really? Anyway. Hmm. Mayor's of back to me and my bravery. Um, The song that I'm selecting is perfect, perfectly bad timing. Like um, it was a giant hit, you know. And when something's hit, you can glom onto that. Or
0: running up the hill.
1: (laughs) You can wait a couple more years until this song is fully out of style, and then you know you can be the one who's like, actually, I like it. You're an ironic winky hero boy right. or mm-hmm. you can wait several years mm. until the song mm. is back in style and it's respected again and you say hey i like it or you wait many years until the song has become a classic and then you say hey this is a great song but i am a brave soul yeah and i've got the brass cojones to dwell in the uncanny valley between the new and the not so new the mm. uncomfortable zone mm-hmm. and I can prosper and flourish in the discomfort
0: <laughs> oh wow this tirade's putting me in a, a
1: uncomfortable zone <laughs> uh, I so enjoy the discomfort rant, of though. telling you
0: it's, it's a rant I love it
1: the best song the best song is Jefferson hit the track hmm.
0: Hmm. oh my
2: gosh Oh my God! Oh my well, well, well!
0: <laughs> this is a wild choice. And he's not trying to. He's not saying like, "Oh, I'm go- riding the popularity wave." This song was busy, big two weeks summers ago. Yeah, he didn't pick A B C D E F U. No, that would have been clearly the winner. We should have all picked that.
1: I like. This is I like a great quietly, song. <laughs> you guys talking about me like I'm not here. He's not doing this. He's not <laughs>
2: Um, you know And he's not <laughs> picking Bad Habit The new song Of the moment yeah. Right Yeah What's that Guys, Taylor Swift No that guy
1: No that's Steve Lacey oh, The, oh, the oh. rant continues
0: Okay Okay.
1: Oh, Here's As, as her song Olivia things. I mean a little
0: bit Jeff I can't really Hear it There we go
1: Yeah take it down You gotta hear the rant
0: Yeah you gotta hear the rant yeah, I wanna hear the rant um, I've heard the song Now I wanna hear the rant
1: Let me tell you this Here's my rant That was yes. only the intro Here's the real rant Here's what art is, right? Art is a human is expressing their feelings, and then other humans are feeling those feelings through the Mm medium. And uh, you know, I don't care. You fit
0: in with me at a museum. This is all the shit I'm saying when I go to a museum.
1: (laughs) You got to bring me. Uh, But here's the thing: I don't care if it's Van Gogh. I don't care. I don't care who it is or where it happens. Is this a Disney kid on a major label with a middle-aged producer who looks like me, and they're making a song for the masses? Yes.
0: Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter matter to me. Doesn't
1: matter. Is it cooler to find art that we feel like, you know, came from some troubled, enigmatic genius and was delivered from the heavens above, from nowhere? That's for high school kids. Thank you. Here's what I wanted to say. The question is, what is authenticity, okay? Because yes. David Chang says that if you want the best Cajun food, you don't go to New Orleans. You go to Houston, to where the Vietnamese immigrants are, because Vietnamese oh. chefs boil the best seafood, and they do it better than anyone else. The best shellfish in the world is made in Vietnam. This rant with this as so,
0: the background is very funny. It's very funny. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you know what? Uh, 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 speaking of Cajun food... Uh-huh. what is cajun if not the meeting of southern immigrants so, no so, southern ingredients
0: <laughs> oh boy, a
1: couple a couple of drinks of the week are getting to the old brain uh, with with french aristocratic tastes uh-huh. and caribbean cooks so somebody had to make cajun food right and then then you have people saying like, oh, but that's not the authentic Cajun food or whatever. It's like, hey, if you like it, you like it and you like what you like. So what I'm telling you is pff, did Olivia like stand on the shoulders of giants? Sure. She's Taylor Swift is the one who had to make the transition from country to pop and take the best of both bits. And
0: pff, it's one of those blank walks. So blank could run. Yes. Sure, but even right. Taylor's standing on Atlantis. We, we, could, we could do this all day. And, and, Thank uh, you. Taylor's sprinting at this point. Damn, she's making all the money. But it's not Here's about what money. I'm Tim, saying. go ahead. Tim, go ahead.
1: Well, just that, that, that Olivia, you don't have Olivia without Taylor, but Taylor didn't write no fucking driver's license. This is better that, than hmm. any Taylor song.
2: Ooh, and hot. That's I'll tell a you mistake right there. Yeah.
1: I mean, it's it's true though, and that remember my whole thing about being brave and true. Yeah, mm-hmm.
0: authentic. <laughs> oh, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. A half an <laughs> hour ago, <laughs> um, uh, Bruce Springsteen, right? Sure, that's he has he like big. 30 songs about cars and love, and relating love to cars and car things and love things. He's done it so many times. Now, Bruce Springsteen is the best songwriter of all time. He didn't write "Driver's License." B- Olivia beat him at his own game.
2: Mm. Mm-hmm.
1: so what i'm saying to you is is yeah like did did the best song ever come from a 17 year old girl who had been dumped and she poured her little heart into a little song and it connected with the masses mm-hmm. and for me <laughs> who even have everyone knows like hey a lot of 30 something dudes loved this song and got really into it Hell, Fran Gillespie wrote an SNL sketch about that very phenomenon. But I'm so brave mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that I know the context. And even still, I I say that's the best song.
2: Hey, I love it. So, it is very good. I I uh, I was a hater for a minute. Not a hater. I was just sort of like... Slow to war. Bill Hater? Slow to war. When we did the deep dive, I was like, yeah, you know, this is great. And then I was... Over time I was like, you know what? I'm not like still popping this in. I'm not still pressing play. However, driver's license is clearly the crown jewel of her uh of her you know, songs, her her songography. What am I what's the word I'm looking for?
1: Discography. Discography. Hooray. It's funny though, because we don't have discs anymore. Are we still gonna use that word for much longer? Ah,
2: mm. Songography should be it. Songography should be it. But you know when you say Disney kid it's like yeah she do she was an actor but this was not on anyone's radar i don't even think this was on disney's radar when she did it so she might as well have been unknown you know she's the 2022 version of unknown when she started yeah but it, it. did it did okay.
1: debut at, at number 1 it's not like yeah. it needed to rise so but it did we, well we, and, we then and know she wrote an album but from it, right? from
2: nothing from nothing she didn't have other stuff like that's pretty pretty amazing.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think when we did our episode about Sour, I or even when we've talked about it since, and we and we've said Sour. like, oh yeah, it hasn't stayed in the rotation. I do think <laughs> there's a lot of fun things on that album, and some of it already hasn't aged too well. And the '90s revival thing is feels a little dated already. But that specific song, I do like. Like it's fun to hear, good for you, but is that's not like an important song or anything.
0: It's this is a good song because to me because she's really acting it out, and when she's like, "I fucking love you," that's good. And uh, there's a the part of the reason I like going back to my song and my thing is uh, I like the emotion that Lotus puts in his songs. So it's I think a good song, a best song has some emotion to it you believe the person it, it there's stakes they're similar there.
1: mike i think we went similar direction like 50 years separated but um or like 70 years but uh Maybe i those think there's
0: some scorpio's aren't so different after all <laughs>
1: they go hand in hand <laughs> that's Wait, that's I what the fortune
0: something- teller will the the, uh, astrologer will tell us she's uh did you pick one of you picked driver's license the other one picked Doc in the bay right (laughs) am i getting that
1: we're like yes sorry ma'am oh Um, you're a fan um, no no i had one other uh hot take i wanted to share with that i i just thought of when i was saying that thing about cajun food uh being that vietnamese people make better cajun food than cajun people i thought of one like that recently and i don't know if i've shared it on the pod but I think an oat milk latte is better than a latte, and I think that the whole alternate milk thing, like almond milks and different milks, is very sort of like it's very you know millennial and based on like oh my diet or my you know lactose or whatever or the environment. Sure, sure, but I think that oat milk. I I think that oat milk is the best one, and I think that baristas are happy to make you an oat milk latte, and I I would say that. If Italian guys who were inventing all these espresso drinks had had oat milk, I think they would have used it instead of dairy milk, whole milk. I think it's the best milk.
0: <laughs> Damn!
2: Great, put that on the poll too.
1: <laughs>
2: yeah, yeah. Just, so far, let's just do. We Dock of the
1: Bay, driver's license, and oat milk. <laughs> <laughs>
0: all
2: right, can I fucking go with my pick?
0: Yes. Yes.
2: All right, folks. That's nice that you have all that meaning and all that stuff, um, mm-hmm. but I wanted to do a new song, and I was like, "This has got to be personal, right?" It's got. I to got be. a feel.
0: I got a feeling Jeff wants to dance.
2: Yeah, you know I do. I want something that makes you bop a little bit. I almost had no choice in this. There's a certain song that just has all the elements of things that I like, and it crams it into one song some way, somehow. You've heard it in my car. So you know this Ooh. is authentic to the J-Man. Okay. Look, driver's license is really hard on its sleeve. This song is also, I think, important for its target audience—young women. I'm just going to play it for you, and maybe, uh, you know, we can talk about it.
0: Anyone? Oh, Spice oh, Girls! Oh,
1: wow! Oh,
0: you've been talking about this lately, yeah? Say you'll be there, Spice Girls. To that. West Coast G-Funk uh, yeah. bass.
2: How'd that get in there? What's that Dr. Dre squeaky synth
0: <laughs> doing? How'd that get in there?
2: <laughs> that string dive, that... <laughs> oh my God, I love it. Thick harmonies. I can't resist. I'm already in. Okay, and then we Damn. get into verses. Verses, they're all great. <laughs> There's five Spice Girls. They all pass the ball. Mel C's the best. She's the, like... She's like the sorta
0: of, caller. Uh sporty. B. Mel B C is, is sporty spice. Mel yes, B. B yes, okay. Two what? Mels in one band. Huh. Um so
2: this is basically the UK's answer to like the American boy band craze, bubblegum pop Brittany and all that, which as we know is typified by the Swedes. Your your Max and is Martin... this Is
1: this a Max Martin production?
2: No, no. This is uh, by like I don't want to call them a no-name duo, but they're they're called Absolute, and they're this is kind of their biggest claim I of love fame. Their I don't know. Your mileage may vary if you go check out their Wikipedia. But they produced a couple songs off the debut album Spice, nineteen ninety-six. This was the second single, and um, I wanted to highlight a very strange. <laughs> There's other cool parts. I'm gonna fast forward. Wait, was
0: Britney bit. even out yet?
1: Yeah, this
2: this was 96 oh shit you might be right this might be a little
0: pre-Britney you may have been but but not to step on your
2: thing go ahead I'm gonna fast forward to a very strange solo followed by um we'll just play it. <laughs> what's a harmonica doing in this song stevie
1: very stevie
2: <laughs> it is very stevie oh yeah uh it was played by. Well, I'll talk about who played it. But then here's this, like, little uh, spoken part coming up. We love it. It's like the pre chorus, and then. Oh, yeah, I know the we, we love.
0: Part. Is this a bridge? I'll give you everything on this, I swear. Just promise you'll always be there. That <laughs> was that Melby?
2: that's all of them, but I love that they only Um, sound British for that one line. How much you'll always be there. (laughs) (laughs) But that, that string, that disco string dive, that like, God, I love it. Jamiroquai uses it a bunch and I'm, you know, disco used it all the time before then too. But the harmonica player is this guy named Judd Lander, who was a popular session musician and record executive. He's worked with like John Lennon and the Beach Boys, like crazy. Mm -hmm. Um, he also plays on uh, "Karma Chameleon."
1: Yes. Nice. Love that.
2: Lander was an intricate part of the late Mercy Beat scene, playing with well-known local band The Hideaways. The band were one of the first R and B groups in Liverpool, and to this day hold the record for most performances in the Caverns' history, surpassing even the Beatles. Ooh, cavern. So there's some like weird <clears throat> DNA in this song. It might seem like. Um, shallow but it's about shallow like lady gaga oh shallow hal <laughs> <laughs> shallow like hell it's a song about friendships over romantic relationships and uh-huh. and and women controlling the frame and saying no we're friends just say you'll be there i'll give you the world etc etc it's healthy it's boundaries it's women picking the framing it's um, do you guys have you heard the phrase "cool Britannia"
1: before? Never,
2: no. Neither had I. I guess it's uh, in the late '90s. It was, it's a quote-unquote period of increased pride in the culture of the UK, mm. and it's due mostly to the part to uh, Britpop, the success of Blur, Oasis. Personally, I'll throw in Jamiroquai, and then although not Britpop, Time Magazine called Spice Girls quote arguably the most recognizable face of cool Britannia. Okay. This coincided with Tony Blair's election win, and like the revival of the pride and the Union Jack. Wow. Like Noel yeah, Gallagher's that, guitar,
0: yeah, <clears throat> Ginger Spice's that, dress—that does ring a bell. in, Like the nineties, I, I
1: remember this and I lived through this, but I didn't know that it had it had been disparaged before. You know, like that's interesting. Well, the, but that does other... that
0: does read to me like when I think of Spice Girls, I think of Jerry Hallowell in her, that like. Union Jack dress. Yeah, exactly. That 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 felt like a. Uh, and she was also the, my favorite Spice Girl, too. <laughs> the other
2: place you saw the Union Jack a bunch? Austin Powers, 1997. They lump
0: it in, too. Right, right, right. Then the Mini Cooper starts putting it as the whole roof of the car.
2: Yeah, baby. So I think that there's unexpected depth to this song, but really, I just love it for the production. It's got a ton of stuff in it, and I've heard it a hundred of times in my car
0: because I burn CDs from times. my car old school that's good that's a good pick jeff thanks that's bro i would not have i thought. have
1: not i haven't heard it in a long time and i don't know how like when i think of this song i think of the hook but i never really noticed the the dre baseline. that is like so overt that they are doing yeah. a like a, a west coast hip-hop baseline. yeah and all of it
2: uh one last thing i'm going to read uh the co-writer it's, this is co-written by the Spice Girls and Elliot Kennedy, and then later this guy named John B. We're not going to talk about him. Between management, right. this is an awkward time for the Spice Girls. They tracked this guy down, Elliot Kennedy, who says, quote, "'None of them played instruments, so I was left to do the music and get that vibe together. What I said to them was, look, I've got a chorus. Check this out.' And then I'd sing them the chorus and the melody, no lyrics or anything." and straight away five pencils and pads came out and they were throwing lines at us 10 minutes later the song was written then you go through and refine it then later as you're recording it you change a few things here and there but it was pretty much it was a quick process they were confident in what they were doing throwing it out there
1: cool spice girls yeah. writing lyrics i like that
0: yeah baby man i uh, it's crazy to think that potentially the best song ever was written in 10 minutes Whew. uh tweet it Yeah, you ever see the you ever see the Spice World movie <laughs> yeah I it's have. it's a lot. It's like the Pussycat, uh, uh, what was yeah,
2: that? Pussy, the the uh, Josie and the Pussycat,
0: Josie and the Pussycat. Like it had more jokes and f- smarter jokes than I thought it would have when it first when it first came out. And I wasn't listening. to Spice Girls, like, oh, the Spice Girls have a movie. Screw that, right? It feels but like now, propaganda. But it's like no, they were having fun. Yeah, they That's actually funny. did like some really. It
2: was
1: good. Ooh, we should watch it.
2: Alan Cumming plays exactly the same role in both movies. It's a, a weird... Right, 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 right. <laughs> it's a weird thing.
1: He is funny as fuck in Josie and the Pussycats.
2: Yeah. We should watch Spice World.
0: Why not? What's what's stopping us? <clears throat>
1: um,
2: well, have we tweeted? Oh, it's... it's
1: up. I'll tell you... So there, we've turned a corner on this podcast where, yes, I've tweeted. The data is rolling in. It, when did we establish this <laughs> relationship with our twitter sphere of friends where they're just fucking tearing into us all the time doesn't it feel like i feel like we used to tweet a poll and people would like agree or disagree and now it's like they're ganging up on us and they're saying (laughs) they, 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 they hate these choices so much they're angry at us
0: Oh, I'm sure too. This makes no sense because it's like the best song. This yeah, is wh- yeah. They don't have the context that makes perfect sense. <laughs> yeah, I said,
1: I said, what's the best song? Dock of the bay, driver's license, say you'll be there. Um, I mean, we're getting a it's, lot of. Are you guys okay? I just did a lineup, and you hit me with this. Um, a lot of people a lineup saying, on a Monday about- night. <laughs> <Uh-oh>. <laughs> a lot of people are mad that there's no Gale, A B C D E F U. Hmm. So someone says, I feel like you guys are intentionally trying to get roasted now. Uh, mm-hmm. I can only assume these are so bad as punishment for the candy pole reaction, utterly psychotic choices. <laughs> uh-huh. I mean,
0: that makes sense when it's just best song. I, the thing here is we're we're narrowing down best songs, and when they will realize that, they will feel bad for. All right.
2: Well, doing did you guys? I I don't want to talk too much about um, runners up because it's going to be future fodder probably, but. Of course I thought of, like, the Beatles and and stuff like that, but it's just too much to get into. It's... Yeah, Yeah, I know. I can't be parsing through Beatles songs. They're all incredible. I can't pick.
1: Yeah. They split the vote. They they did it to their own party. Yeah.
0: I mean, we could do best Beatles song. We could do best... That's a great uh, episode. We could do best Outcast song. Ooh. We could do best oh. Madonna song from Madonna. I, I have
1: a strong opinion about an unsung Beatles song. Not like it's, I mean, you guys know it and it's classic, but it's never held up there. There's a lot of really good Beatles songs that are like. Can I guess? Yeah.
2: Why don't we do it on the road?
1: Ooh, no, that's a good one.
0: You know, it's tough. I was in my. <laughs> well, what's yours?
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, we, we, what if we do the episode? I'm saving it. Of the oh, okay.
2: Oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> right. Right. Right.
1: <laughs> I, I'll be honest with you, though, Jay. I don't really go on in on a lot of the McCartney rockers. Okay. I love. Well, can, I get, can
2: I guess one more? Yeah. You know my name. Look up the number.
1: No, that's great too. I love fuck. that.
0: That's one of your favorites, fuck, Jeff. Fuck.
1: But okay. my thing is, I, I don't believe Paul as a cool man. I love him as a old timey song and dance man. But right. when he yeah, tries to rock, even even when he pull like helter skelter, it's like this dude's rocking, but he's a dork, man. Mm-hmm. He's a dork.
0: Hmm. Uh I was I was uh in my parents' car recently and they have a serious accent or whatever it is. And uh I was on the Beatles channel. And the Beatles when you listen to like just A-B-L-C. a channel of the, what? A Beatles C? Yeah.
1: A Beatles C D E F U
0: When you listen to, like, just the Beatles' Sirius XM, it's like, you hear some songs you are like, and then most of it's just, like, fucking the old, like, pre-60, like that, like, uh, kind of rockabilly stuff. I
2: don't mind that. Skiffle. Yeah, the skiffle. Yeah,
0: Yeah, I guess. But it's like, give me the Beatles
2: songs that I know, not just this crap. Yeah, I used to only go for the psychedelic or, or like, the later stuff, but then um, somebody turned me on to help. And uh, I really yeah, like it that's that's oh, some basic. I go ass I go really early girl. with the
1: Beatles. I feel like the, the 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 British Invasion early Beatles is fucking great. She man. loves you. Yeah, she loves you. That's fucking good yeah. shit. Oof, that's another one that the first <laughs> the first time I heard "She Loves You" was "Alvin and the Chipmunks," and I was like, "This is a good song, man. This <laughs> is good."
0: <laughs> no, those are that era is good too. I'm t- it's just when you like you have to fill uh airwaves with Beatles stuff it's like the the deep cuts are a little
2: you know what they I should, I, if I was running that station I would just like here's rubber soul
1: the whole thing yeah, yeah. what's stopping them from doing that man I never listen to the Beatles it feels so strange to if you're in your car and you put on the Beatles it's like it's just such a genre it's like if you put on the Hamilton soundtrack or something you're know, like why are you listening to that it's like yeah have you not heard it enough and there's all no the,
2: there's no subwoofer and there's no string disco string dives I've
0: noticed. Yeah. Right, right, right. Uh, mm-hmm. I hate to say it, but we need to get to the polls. Pokemon ah, okay. go to the polls. I, I'm sure we're, there's just they're just laying it on with a, I hate you three. Uh, you three are bad, and you, you don't. Three, you shouldn't have you, a. You the two
1: Tauruses and Scorpio should die. All that. <laughs>
0: There's a reason two Tauruses and a Scorpio don't get together. This is it.
1: <laughs> okay. Do we have the Are data? You ready for the data? Yeah. Yes. In third place with 20% of the vote.
2: Third place. Okay.
1: Jefferson Dutton, say you'll be there. How do you feel? Oof.
2: Um, I think when they listen to the episode, they'll they'll all be like, oh, "I was so wrong. Can I go back? Can I change my vote?"
1: Oh, it's too late. No, we can't. Who wants to take the episode down, redo the vote, and then put the episode back up.
0: You're standing there, Jeff. No, it's too late. You made your choice. It's too late. Well, that's that's a tough one too because I feel like if someone was like, told me that song just by by reading it, I'd be like, "Yeah, I know it's a Spice Girl song, but I can't really think of which one."
1: Me neither. I I Say you'll be there. I thought it was called Giving You Everything.
2: I mean, you could hardly be blamed for that. I think it's Giving You Everything, parentheses.
1: (laughs) Say you'll be there. Um, Okay. The winner of best song. It's so basic. It's so (laughs) stupid. It sounds like we said, what's the best song amongst these three songs? You know, like... Well, like,
0: in a way it is. How are we not saying that? It's in a way, Um, but it's the best songs of all songs. Ever, ever ever set in
1: first place with a whopping 56% of the vote is sitting on the dock of the bay. Otis Redding, Michael Hanford. You've won the poll.
0: I'm not Ugh. surprised. It's a great, great piece of music. And I'm so glad the people out there recognized it. And, uh, I think mean, these are all three great songs. They will all, but make I the would
1: playlist. say 56%. I would call this a bloodbath. You won by a mile, Jeff, yeah. Um yeah at this moment you have 19% I had 25% uh, a second ago it was uh, 24% to 20 but I'm dropping be, you're dropping <laughs> but I'll be honest Jeff uh-huh you were beating me for a lot of this poll and then I was the comeback kid but really I I I I know that Dock of the Bay is a classic song and I, and I kind of thought it was going to win but this is a poor showing for Livrod. 24 25% pretty low
0: Livrod with us and our fans, she goes up and down. Sometimes she's the cock of the walk, sometimes she is less than gutter trash, we put Gale up top.
1: <laughs> I think that that's what's happening is that I, a lot of the slot heads have mentioned Gale, so I feel like it's a Gale moment. Livrod is down. You caught, a I bad, just,
0: you caught a bad Livrod wave.
1: <laughs> I gotta it's it's like it's like the astrology stuff. I have to know when the Livrod moon is out.
0: Yeah, that's right. <laughs> That's right. Well, this is a fine day for me. I think this is a good podcast uh, blowout theme uh, subject. I think this is something we will do in the future. Who knows when? Maybe another year before we get down to this. But, folks, it's coming. So be prepared. I want to tell everyone I uh, used my air fryer for the first time today. I made some chicken drumsticks. It was great. Very simple to use. Air fryer. Uh, That's my little endorsement for the show. Air fryers... Try them out. Jeff, you got any endorsements?
2: Whew. Endorsements? Oh, yeah, I actually do. Um, there are those little plastic runner things that you use to hide power cables. Mm-hmm. Instead of having power cables littered around your um, baseboards and on your floor, yeah. you yeah. put those little speed rails in. You can't even barely see them. Take this them is out for of the sort way. of thing you never. you're not unplugging and replugging. This is like something like your router that's just not going anywhere. Yeah. But this way you don't have you don't have that big old sloppaghetti of cords all over your bedroom.
0: You're not tangling them. The kids and the pets are not tangling in them. They're out of your way and it's stress-free. It's cord-free, stress-free. Tim, Say now we are you than t- these tang- days?
1: Tang- tangling them.
0: You're not tangling in them. Tang-
1: tangling in, it's in cord- them. Cord-free, in it's, them. It's, cord-free, it's cord-free, it's
0: stress-free. It's cord-free, it's stress-free. Now, Tim, what are you? Are you endorsing anything this time around?
1: Um, I am endorsing Rick Caruso for mayor in LA.
0: <laughs> wow! <laughs> Wait a minute! Didn't that? Did he win? Bring him what back! The, bring uh... him!
1: Give him another chance.
0: Retrial, re-vote. So, who's the mayor now?
1: Karen Bass. Karen
0: Bass. Hey. I love to see you do your thing out there in the political sphere. We love you, <laughs> Karen Bass. Don't be so fast to uh, pass those votes. Make discount sure the sides.
1: Sloppy Boys. <laughs>
0: yeah. We'd like to get her to endorse That's us So weird the next. That,
1: that was her campaign slogan. Karen Bass, don't be so fast to discount the Sloppy Boys. <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> well, this has been great. Uh, I'll see you guys soon. Bye, everybody. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Folks, go on the sloppyboys.com and look at our t-shirts. And while you're looking at one, uh, get your fingers working and start clicking those buttons. Buy one.
1: It's the yeah. holiday season. Yeah. Support your boys. Give it up for your boys. We're a t-shirt salesmen.
0: Yes. Mm-hmm. All right. <laughs> Bye, folks. Thanks so much. We love you. Bye, folks. Later.
1: Give it up for your boys. Give it up for
0: your boys.